So the My First Million podcast probably doesn't need any introduction here. I've quoted them a couple times on this podcast. And they're currently at number eight in terms of entrepreneurship on the Apple podcast chart and number 35 in terms of general business podcasts. And I like to hear sometimes about their strategy, even though I don't intend to grow the same way. I like to hear growth strategies and Sam Parr is one of the best growth hackers on the planet. And so here is some insight about them. But then Sean Puri actually takes it into a more philosophical direction towards the end. So stay tuned for that. In uh, 3-1, so what was that, uh, March? March, we did 338,000 downloads. In April, we did 436,000 downloads. So uh, that's a 30% gain about. In May, it's tracking towards around 520,000, which is another 20, 20% increase. I think we can keep going. And I want to tell you what I think is, is causing all this. The first is Balaj, the biology uh, episode. So guests typically we have found don't work that well, but a really big name guest or someone that has a cult following like a Thai or a biology, um, that works. Ty? So his, Who's Ty? Lopez. Oh, Ty Lopez. Okay, gotcha. Uh, when we did that one, because he's he got like, like a cult following and a cult unfollowing. <laughs> he's got both. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that that worked. So the biology's episode is probably going to be the most listened one ever. Um, so how that much, worked. Uh, uh, it, how much it, more it, is it than than the usual? Is it like twenty percent more, fifty percent more than a typical episode? It got to thirty thousand like in the first week. Typically, our episodes get to thirty thousand over like two months. Gotcha. Okay. So it, it did that in like a week or whenever it was. When did it get released? A week five ago? Five days. Five days. Five, yeah, oh, Wednesday. Oh. So I talked to him did. on the phone and he said, yeah, I, a good episode. I shared it. So hopefully that helps. And then uh, he's down to share more. I, we only tweeted out, I think, one clip from it. So he's down to share more clips. And he liked the animation. He was like, oh, like looks like production value is going up. <laughs> I was like, sweet. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, so that worked out well. And then you want to know what's working really well is how to's. So anytime mm. a title is called how to build a paid community, how to build paid events, how to whatever we've done, those rank the highest no matter what, or not no matter what, but more often than not. So like in our top 10 most downloaded stuff, it's either an interview with a huge, a, a well-known person, um, which like an Andrew would be a well-known person or a how-to blank. So we have to do some more how-to. It's how almost like they don't care about us and our great ideas. They care about themselves learning something and being able to do something they want to do. I think that's exactly what it is. <laughs> and then it's ourselves peppered in there. We are the spice, but the meat is the how-to. Right. And uh, then finally, I got a last update. Um, we're running some ads on, do you know this thing called the Billionaire Investors Podcast? Or what's it called? It's like a famous thing. Is it it's, We Study Billionaires? Is it that one? Yeah, I love that podcast. Have you listened yeah, to good. it? Yeah, so we're running an ad on their net on their network on that podcast. I think uh, we bought it last week. I think it's going to go live this week. Then, so there's two types of podcast advertising that I'm learning about. The one is what we do is people advertise now. HubSpot advertises on our podcast, and people go to hubspot.com/mfm whatever. The other one is podcast platforms. So like Overcast. Have you heard of Overcast? Overcast. Yeah, like these clients, these apps you can use to listen to podcasts. Yes, and on those clients, those. Uh, users click subscribe. And the strategy that I'm doing is, or what we're doing is we are going towards niche niche ones. 
because those niche ones typically have a far loyal following and who get low cost per click to downloads right. and subscribes. And so it makes doing- sense because those people, if you are, you got to be a real podcast junkie to go get like a new podcast app because it has these extra five features about podcasts. So it's actually a really good audience that's probably really cheap because nobody else really goes for them. So I, I, I like the strategy a lot. And they're they're techie. They're like tech, tech yeah. they're early doctors. Yeah. And so we're running ads currently on CastBox. I've never even heard of them, but it looked cool. And then yep. Overcast. And so those are some of the updates. Uh, it's going well. Okay. What about the, so the ad on the We Study Billionaires podcast, what is it? Because I'm always like, if I'm listening to a podcast, what's actually going to make me go subscribe? One is a guy comes on or a girl comes on and they're a guest. Like uh, this happened with Elaine. Elaine came on our podcast. She did ideas and she said it was like, I don't know, one of her biggest, uh, her newsletter got like a huge spike in subscribers. Like her next email send was, welcome all my new subscribers. This is amazing. And she said she got, you know, thousands of new subscribers from her appearance on the pod, which is great. And so that one makes sense because if I go and guest on somebody's podcast, you listen to it for 45 minutes or an hour because that's your favorite podcast or that's what you listen to regularly. And you might be like, oh, that guest was cool. They said they have a pod. I'll go check it out. I like that method. And I'm, I've said it. I got to do this. I, I still have to go do it, which is I want to go guest on as many podcasts as I can. That'll be part of my contribution to this growth strategy. But this ad is a little bit different. It's just like a 30-second sound clip. What are we saying in that 30-second sound clip that's going to make somebody want to subscribe? Unfortunately, it's not a clip. I think it's going to be Stig, the main guy, reading. But frankly, I don't know. We just closed the deal on Friday. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, so I have to figure it out. But we have our guys. So we, we got this team, uh, Henry and Dylan. They're making like a height, like a sizzle reel. Right. Um, and we might be able to use that. But I don't know. But I agree with you. Like in theory, I agree with you. I just don't right. know what's what's available at the moment. And we're doing some other stuff to make it easier to follow. So I'm emailing. I've grown my email list in this year from zero to 26,000 subscribers now. And at 26,000, I just sent it out for the first time last week. So just uh, it's uh, just seanpuri.com. So if you go subscribe there, you get all my emails. But one of the weekly emails I send now is a podcast recap. So if you don't have time or you listen to the pod while you were on the go, I basically take the best three bits from that la- from last uh, the last week of episodes, and I say this was the best idea. This was kind of the second most interesting idea, and here was the third one. And so sent that out for the first time, and I think that will also make it easier for people to like follow along. And if you were kind of on the fence or you were you're in and out, you listen sometimes, you don't listen other times. I think that'll keep you on the hook because it's so and easy. We had, and then I copied your email, like yeah from Sean and I sent it to like 30,000 hustle people who clicked on a my first million link in the past like two weeks. And we're actually going to increase that. So it's like a hundred thousand people. And my takeaway so far is it actually might be good for the user, but shitty for our numbers because you just get the information without having to listen, which kind of sucks that that like has to be the case. Yeah. Um, I, I, I thought about that, but I don't think that's actually how the world works. I think if you keep giving people value in every form that they want it, short form text, long form, clips on Twitter, clips on YouTube, video on YouTube, podcast audio. If you just keep giving people value, they will learn that, oh, and whenever I want ideas, whenever I want to feel that my my wheels turning, if I want to get that juice, that energy, um, Sean and Sam are the place to go to get it. And our best, the raw, the raw source, the real deal shit is in the podcast. And so I think over time, those clips, they just bring people who are on the fringes closer to the core. I hope that's the case. And I'm betting that's the case. I'm, I'm yeah. putting my money on that. But yeah, yeah, but it's a fear. 
and I, and I want to bring this back to one thing, which is a lot of times we talk about this inside stuff, and I hopefully it's not like a circle jerk, like, oh, we're awesome, yada, yada, yada. Uh, I'm revealing this because a lot of pe- people like this. I like it when I hear other people say the numbers. But also, I want to point that I think we're doing really good, but I actually don't think that we are good. I think persistence is good. And the reason why this is working is because persistence works quite well. So we're actually on... <laughs> We're close to episode 200. We've been doing this for, uh, is it going to be two years? Almost in, two years. Yeah, Two years, maybe in September or August. July, something like that. July. And I would say that we miss, I, I get sick sometimes and I miss stuff. Sean will miss stuff because he had a baby. But we're pretty much always on. And at worst, we're mostly at least good. Uh, like we're like, it's typically always at least. Okay. Sometimes it sucks. Sometimes it's really good. Mostly it's okay. And like, sorry, mostly it's good. I would say, but that consistency is actually really important. And we're, we're going to AppSumo, um, and I guess now in three weeks, and there's a great story that Noah told me or, and basically Noah Kagan runs this company called AppSumo. Um, it's a, it's a weekly email where you get deals on software this year. They're going to do a hundred million in, in gross revenue and of which like 50, 50 million is their revenue. It's a great business. It's 10 years old. And he was like, you know, I realized something that this business that we're running, it's done really well, but it didn't do well at first, but everyone wants to know, like, why is this doing so well? And he goes, I really just put in 40 hours a week, but I just did it for 10 years and it has finally started to pay off and turn out. And done really well. And it's just like, it's just a job. And I just, but I do it all the time and I treat it like a job. And that has paid dividends. And I think that more people who listen to us could kick ass a lot harder if they treated their side hustle like a job. Uh, yeah. I, I would, uh, so I agree with you. Persistence is great. The one thing um, that this reminds me of is I got some advice from the CEO of Twitch, Emmett. And, um, we so so when I got acquired, uh, when, when our team got acquired, our company got acquired, we were put on a, a special project inside Twitch, and it was kind of like one of the like it, uh, most people at Twitch are working on something that already exists. Hey, this you know people already use us. We're already the category leader. You got to make it better, make it more profitable, make it smoother, make it whatever. It's more like uh, maintaining and improving an existing winner. And we were put on this little. We're on the edge of the island. And we're the only team in the company, basically, or one or one of three teams that was working on something that where we weren't the winner, it wasn't proven. And so we, uh, and it was considered like a kind of a top priority. So we did this thing uh, every week, the top, uh, my team would present to the CEO, the COO, and the chief product officer. We had an hour with them every week. And in a big company, you don't really get an hour with those three people every week. That's like a very expensive meeting, as they say. And, um, because it, it was important. And I used to go in and I would try to basically every, I feel like every two weeks I was pulling a, a rabbit out of my hat, trying to be like, and here's the new genius tactic that we're going to do. And this one is going to be the one that works. And like some of them did make an impact, but Emmett had this observation where he was like, you know, I feel like you um, have a lot of good ideas. And then every month we're we're like sort of uns- like on a weekly or monthly basis when we sit here, it's always like, yeah, it's good, but it's not as good as we want it to be. We're still like, we're so small. We want to be so huge. Um, and he's like, you're impatient with the results. And so, so I, so I changed one thing at the top of every 
um, every update that you have to bring in a memo at the top of every memo. Um, I was the only person in the company that was doing this. Everybody else, their memo goes straight into like, here's the weekly update. Here's how it's going. Here's what, here's what we're doing next at the top. I wrote in bold impatience with action, patience with results. I said, that's our team motto. I'm putting it up here mostly for myself to remember impatience with action. That's when impatience is good is when it's, you're being impatient about taking action. But impatience is bad when you're impatient about results. So I'm putting it at the top of this fucking paper every week. So we're all going to see it. So that was cool. Then the second, the, the second lesson came like six months later, nine months later, when he was like, by the way, you guys notice like we got the results. Like it's actually coming to fruition now. And if we look back, we can't say which one thing we did was like the big growth mover. And he goes, he goes there's this uh, phrase that I think Andreessen Horowitz uses, which is, or they made it more popular, I guess. I don't know if they invented it, but Ben Horowitz has it in his book, which is there's no silver bullet. There's only lead bullets. And this is uh, about, this is basically uh, what that means is there's no silver bullet strategy. There's no one thing you're going to go do that's just going to magically like make everything okay, make everything work. Um, the only growth strategy that truly works over time is a many lead bullet strategy, which means you fire, a, you do a bunch of things and you keep firing, keep firing, keep firing until the, you know, the, the thing f- falls over and it finally, finally you break through. And so I would say this is a good, and so that became the second motto, which is remember only lead bullets. And so that, that was, the, those were at the top of every weekly update was those two That's things pretty good. to catch myself. Cause I'm good, but my, what's my leak? My leak was impatience. My leak was looking for the genius tactics when all it took was lead bullets and patience. And, uh, and so, you know, if you take away one thing, you know, us talking about our growth numbers, I think some people will like it because they like hearing the actual numbers. It's great when somebody's like transparent about things. Cool. We're at over half a million downloads this month, uh, like monthly now, and we're trying to get to a million. Some people will be like, ah, oh, why do they talk about their podcast numbers so much? But I hope the takeaway is forget about how our podcast is growing. That's probably irrelevant to you, but you probably have a project you're trying to grow and hearing how Sam thinks and talks about how he's growing this podcast is going to be beneficial for how you do it. Okay. How to grow a thing. Um, yeah. you know, back to our how to's. I think that, um, and we'll move on, but the last, the phrase that I've been thinking about a lot lately is people overestimate what they can accomplish in a year but they underestimate what they can accomplish in 10 years, in a decade. Right, absolutely. And, and that's kind of an example here. Like we've been frustrated on some month-to-month basis or week-to-week basis, but like it's kind of cool seeing these numbers uh, like really start to pay off. So I really like that philosophical angle towards the end. Impatience with actions and patience with the results. And I think it does describe a lot of the infinite game mentality that I take to creation and that I preach to others as well. Um, that said... I do think that there is some amount of grinding that is unnecessary or ill-advised, actually. Like, you could probably read this the wrong way and start working on things and having no success for years and waste your life. And the one of the interesting things about how they work is that they do look for fast re- results right away to validate themselves. Um, but then they try to grind at it as well. Like, that's the only reason why they're up there in the podcast is because they made that fast result happen in the first place. So it's not the whole truth, but it is a mentality that you need to have to build something long-term that compounds where all the value is back-end loaded. So I do like that philosophy as well.